I'm Courtney. No, I'm Allison. I'm Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, we are talking about the tea. The tea. The underground. The under of the ground. The underground in the bo- in the in Boston the beautiful area. Beautiful city of Boston. <laughs> That's actually how it's pronounced. Oh, is it Boston? Uh huh. You get your sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Boston. <laughs> That's the old English pronunciation. Oh, okay. The, okay. Pur- the Puritans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, um, what would they call it? The city upon a hill? The city upon a heel? <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. You know, we're back. We're back to Bean Town. City of Baked Beans. And <laughs> it is. Actually, people don't know this. It was built on just beans. Beans. Mm-hmm. It's Underneath. So unstable. That's why the big dig took so long. Because <laughs> they had, they're like, we're just going to like shovel through, but like beans move. It's kind of like how London is built on bodies and Boston's built on beans. And Paris is built on also bodies. Hmm. Mmm. The, the bodies in Paris are much more nicely arranged. They, <laughs> they are. It's intricate. Um, we're t- here, we're talking about Boston, we're talking about my favorite place, New England. Uh, I've got a lot to talk about. Uh, is it about the X-Files? No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Do I have one small index card filled with notes? <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's okay, because I have some thoughts oh, on this good. episode. Good. Uh, so let's get that description. Okay. We watched season eight, episode 12, entitled Medusa. <laughs> and here's the description. <laughs> Scully and Doggett race to find a flesh-eating monster terrorizing the Boston subway system. Yep. <sighs> I guess. Do you think they... Okay. Why do you think they picked Boston? Um, Is it to highlight Doggett's accent? Yeah, but he doesn't... He's from Brooklyn. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why Boston? I mean, Boston does have, like, abandoned subway tunnels. Yeah, oh, it for sure does. But also lots of places have that. Yeah, maybe like San Francisco. Maybe they just wanted something that was, um, you know, they wanted New York, but they didn't want to have to deal with the existing chud lo- lore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And also, maybe actors, the union, want people to set their places, uh, set their scenes in Boston. But here's the wild thing. Yeah. That Boston subway system, Yeah, that was on a soundstage. Oh, yeah. I have many notes about why this wasn't Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. Okay, good. But I was thinking, like, all the actors, they have to put on Boston accents. Do you think they get a pay raise? Well, they don't have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> according to this episode, they had to. I would argue that they maybe don't have to. Oh, but they did. <laughs> and it was bad. It's very bad. Oh, oh boy. Was it bad? It was like, um, you know how when you go to, you go on, if you do background work, you get extra pay, like hazard pay. So if there's like a smoke machine, you get a bump. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're working like in early in the morning or late at night, you get a bump. Yeah. Maybe it's the Boston accent bump. You get a bump because you have to do an accent. Yeah. Okay. And not even, it doesn't even matter how good it is. It, uh, clearly <laughs> not, clearly does not matter at all. Maybe that was it. Because like, what's a San Franciscan accent? I don't. Hey, dude, do you want to surf? <laughs> it's more like, hey, dude, want to smoke a doob? <laughs> I need a bread bowl. Have you seen our fucking crazy windy street? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Tanner lives in this house. <laughs> Let's go to the chocolate factory. Oh, man. When we were a family we went to San Francisco, we had to see the full house houses. <laughs> it was very far away, and it was a very steep walk. And when we saw them, we are like, oh, that's it. <laughs> And then I'm like, I can't even, we can't even go in one. We just see it. Y'all seen this big ass bridge? 
And the bigger bridge to Oak uh, to Oakland. Oh, we got this little island where we keep people. We used to. We <laughs> also kept band. kept uh, Nicholas Cage there. Oh yeah, yeah. Shoulda shoulda just uh, kept them kept them there. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you about why this? How I know this isn't Boston? Please. This is my new segment. How I know it's not actually Boston. <laughs> uh, number one. Um, the subway's called the T. <laughs> and they had an M on there. Yeah. That's a an abomination. It's a crime. Now, what does T stand for? Tunnel. Trains? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I <laughs> I did not see because M would be Metro, right? Yeah, or more Massachusetts. Massachusetts. No. Well, because M's are like everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you go down the subway system. But T? The tube? Tube? To top. <laughs> Have a good time. Have a good time? To top. To top. I like that one. Um, number two, the closest T station uh, they talk about, I think it was Clay Place or yeah. Clay Street, is at Fenway. So, number one, if that was actually Clay Street Station by Fenway, there is not enough people wearing socks hats. And there is, <laughs> two, not enough people using the F word. <laughs> Okay. In that particular station. Okay, okay. Uh, it does not... Prob- no one mentioned the smell of pee. Yeah, true. Uh, it does no that. No one's like, smells like wicked piss over here. Yeah! <laughs> you got it. Uh, all the streets around, or all this, the tea stations around Fenway do smell like piss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta eat, drink that cheap cheap Fenway piss. beer. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Um, also, so what happens is... There is a there's a man and he's following someone. He's a young tough. What? There's a young tough. A young tough. A young Boston tough. Oh, that's what T stands for. Tough. This is the tough train. <laughs> Don't get on it. Uh uh-uh. uh. And uh, a transit cop is following him. The transit oh. cop is undercover. Is T for transit? <laughs> I think the T is for twins. (laughs) So this transit cop is unlike any transit cop I've ever seen before. Again, he is undercover. Doing what? Looking for hooligans? (laughs) Looking for fair jumpers. Sir, your job is... You gotta dig yourself out of this one. Because Boston, no one pays for the T in Boston. (laughs) You just jump right over. Um, and no one's there to stop you. Nope. Uh, our transit police, they got the high-vis jackets. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They all look like nerds. Oh, absolutely. You transit could, police are absolutely nerds. Yeah, so you could, if you do, like, you know, skip a fare, uh, because, you know, transportation should belong to the people, uh-huh. and you really shouldn't be paying for it, um, you could definitely just, like throw their glasses to the ground and run. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's part of the uniform <laughs> in our city. Yeah. Really big, really big glasses. Oh, Coke boy. bottle glasses. Uh, yeah, this transit club is undercover, and he's following a hooligan. And then what does he go? He goes on a train. He gets on a train. Yeah. And then the hooligan's also on a train. Yeah. And then the hooligan comes towards him. Yeah. On the train. <laughs> And then it's like, ah! <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know. And uh, I mean, I think we can all agree he got what he deserved. Sure. Um, yeah. Because as we all know, uh, all cops are bastards, yeah. especially transit cops. <laughs> yeah. That's my new acronym. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? He got what he deserved, which was his face half off. Yeah. How did his face get half doffed? We don't know. We don't know. Now, this is the last reason I know this is in Boston. Okay. So the, the the train pulls into the station, and a woman walks in. She walks in, and she looks at a body that's half eaten, basically, and she screams. Uh-huh. If it was Boston, she would not scream. <laughs> She's like, what, what is this guy doing here? <laughs> get out of my fucking way. I gotta sit down. I gotta sit down. My legs, they, my dogs, they barking. <laughs> Yeah, she she wouldn't she wouldn't care. So that's oh. how I know it's not Boston. Beans. Beans. <laughs> now, friends, you wonder, um, is Boston is as bad as I say? And I would say yes, it is. 
It's a really shitty town, dude. Boston. <laughs> okay. What comes next? Is the do 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 The do 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 and then Skelly and Doggett are on the case. Yeah, of course. They're on the soundstage. Yeah. And then the guy, the chief guy from, from, uh, Scrubs? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Kelso. Do you know how long it just took? Well, you heard how long it just took me to remember whether the name of that show was Scrubs or not. <laughs> what was the other name you were playing I with did it? not have another one. <laughs> Young doctors. Young funny doctors. <laughs> Boy, they're kooky. Young funny doctor comedy hour. <laughs> Half hour. Um, yeah. So Dr. Kelso. Dr. Dr. Kelso. Dr. Robert Kelso. He is. Is he like... The train commissioner? Yeah, he's like the head train guy. So he's Boston's Mussolini. Well, yes. <laughs> I think you will find by the end of this episode that is heavily implied. Oh no. He wore a little hat. Yeah. He's got he's got a little he's got a square chin. And he just really loves trains. <laughs> he makes the trains run. Do you ever think you know how like train train modeling is like a hobby, right? Yes. Do you think it's going to die out. No. No? Because every time I am looking for stuff about uh, the Great British Bake Off. Interesting. Uh, another show comes up. What? Uh, and it is the the Great British like Railroad Off. What? Where people, it's like a reality what? show. What? 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 Okay. There is a competition show uh-huh. where people make model railroads. This is what this episode is about now. Which I do need to watch. I, I can't believe I to. haven't watched it yet. I have to. I think it's on its second season. What? <laughs> so, okay. We, we've not seen this show. No. Let's, let's talk about what it probably is about. Okay. So do they have, like, they have a challenge? Yeah, I think they have, they probably have a challenge set out. Yeah. And then they have to go away and make their little, like, train diary. Drama. Oh my god. And then it probably gets judged. Yeah. Can you imagine the judges? The oldest men alive. <laughs> the oldest, whitest, most British men. <laughs> 150 year old. <laughs> um, what do you think is the median age of the contestants? 60? Yeah. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like, maybe they're maybe the train people like commissioned this like hot new reality TV series to try to get young people into it. But unless the old people are fucking, I don't give a shit. I think there's like, okay, there's like a bunch of old dudes. Yeah. And then there's like one woman and Ooh, everyone's la- like, oh. oh la, la. And then there's like one young gay dude. No. And that's a scandal. <laughs> and they're all very concerned like he's going to put penises on his train. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the show. Just dills. Just just a train full of dills. I call this train diorama a journey through Dickville. <laughs> and the oldest man alive just crumbles. He's like, no, my kryptonite, you've hurt my train. Oh no, unrestrained homosexuality. <laughs> what do you think is train people of 2019? Train people? Oh, no, 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 they're dying out. Well, they have a reality show. Well, okay, okay, okay. What is, okay, when all these people die out in, like, what, 10, 20 years? Yeah. Probably five, actually. Um, what is going to be the next train thing? The next train thing? Oh, my God. Do you think it's Warhammer? Yeah. <laughs> magic cards. Oh. Everyone's over magic cards. Everyone's They've over. got new fucking hollow crystal fucking fancy cards or something. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. You know what it's going to be like in 20 years. Oh, yeah? Very wet. <laughs> And also hot. Yeah. But then sometimes really cold. <laughs> and also a storm's a coming. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Good. Make sure you start buying that Warhammer, kids. Because that's going to be the next reality TV show in like 50 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they, they're like, how do you think that guy got that happened to him? His yeah. melty face. And yeah. then one of the, the other, the cop that's with the chief guy is like, uh, acid or lie. And it's like, are you okay? Are you, do you need to tell us something? Did you do a crime? I don't think acid. They don't work that fast. It does. I was just going to say it doesn't work that fast. No. What is lie? Lie is like, because I thought they used to make soap out of lime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you can also use it to dissolve flesh. 
what? Yeah, but it takes a very long time. That's why, like, there's always a joke about, like, oh, he's got a bathtub full of lye. Yeah. He's going to dissolve a body in it. If I lied in a tub of lye. You would die. <laughs> Did I get you? Yeah. <laughs> How long would it take to dissolve my flesh from my body? I don't know exactly, but, but I th- it would take a significant amount of time. If I wanted to be a skelly, skelly, skelly man... Mm-hmm. How would you do it? How would I do it? Yeah, because I um, would only interest it this with you. Honestly, if you just like leave an animal in a garbage can full of water <gasps> outside your house for a few weeks, yeah, that'll strip all the flesh off its bones. But then you got a soup. Yeah, you got a soup going. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hair and flesh soup. But you just you know you you strain it out. You get your bones and. Ooh. You make your little skeleton. Yeah, okay, okay. It would be stinky, though. It would be unbelievably stinky. <laughs> well, that's your problem. I'm the skeleton. Yeah, that's man. a me problem. I don't have a sniff. I don't have a sniffer on my skeleton <laughs> body. Okay, so they decide that Doggett and uh, some of the traffic cops are going to go to go down into the tubes. Yeah. The tubes. Uh, and Scully is going to stay behind. Okay, this conversation between Doggett and Scully. Yes. <laughs> I was not paying attention. Oh, me. Me neither. I was taking pictures of my cat. Okay. But even then, I could feel the tension between them. Well, I think it's the pregnant tension. I don't think it is pregnant really? tension. No. Because I thought she didn't want to go down because literally she is carrying a child within Maybe it. I missed that part. Okay. But I do think they're going to bone. Mmm. Mm. Pregnancy bone. Mm. Nice. Double pregnant. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like she doesn't want to go down there, and Dog was like, "Well, why not?" And then she's like, mm, uh, mm. Mm, and she, "I have a fetal secret." And then she pointed up inside of her. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's right, the secret. You got that thing in there. <laughs> you got that wiggly, juicy thing in there." Oh, and well, it is right. No, but I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't either. Frankly. <laughs> And uh, and then they exchange knowing looks, and then they part ways. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Skelly's in this, like, command control center. Uh-huh. I don't think that's what that is. I don't think they have one of those. <laughs> I think it's just a guy with a bunch of security cameras, frankly. <laughs> yep. Um, and I thought this was going to turn into... Like a fucking first person Doom esque uh, X Files where Scully sees everything through the teeth te- through the yeah. TV. That would be tight. And it's just like a bunch of walls. He's walking yeah. through like a maze of walls, like yeah. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. And then he punches Nazis. Wait, that was not Doom. That's Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. <laughs> Wolfenstein has fewer walls, I would say. More Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um now. I have I have a moment in this episode mm-hmm. where everything else was just pushed away. Okay. Uh, and Bob Kelso says, look, we are we had to shut down this main artery um, uh, for people coming in to work. Mm-hmm. They, it has to be open by the time people are getting out of work. So you have a you have a ticking clock. He is a human ticking clock. Yes. <laughs> Much like Mussolini. <laughs> Uh, uh, and he said and there was a moment where people he says like you know everyone has to get home to see Survivor 2 mm-hmm. Allison I have a theory okay so very excited if the X-Files was actually real life um, who who can you tell me a little bit about Survivor 2 Survivor season 2 yeah um, yeah it was a great season okay it was like it was a you know it was only the se- second season it was already a game changer because like we're in Australia now homie. yeah I remember this that this is the outback uh huh it's different <laughs> mate <laughs> that that season had some big names that still uh, really that would continue to come back for all star seasons fans versus favorites that kind of thing I mean you we all remember Colby yes the, oh, uh, dang. The hunk. Yeah, the hunk. Uh, who was beat out by Tina, the young, uh, or the um, older woman. Oh, yeah, the, she woman. was older. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that was also the first appearance of Amber, who went on to marry Boston Rob. Okay, now let's remember that, because that <laughs> goes back into my theory. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just lots, lots of other great people. Is that the one where someone falls into the fire? They faint and fall into the fire? No, that is, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a later season. Okay. But also that, that guy was a pedophile. 
Oh, oh no. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he went into the fire. He I, came back on a later season no. before it was revealed that he Really? Was, yeah. Jesus, Survivor. I guess if you have that many seasons, you're, someone's going to sneak in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least one. At least one pedophile is going to get in there. So, here's the thing. Amber is on this season. Mm-hmm. Boston Rob, where does he live? Oh, my God. In Boston. <laughs> on this day. On this day, Allison. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. This day, Boston Rob, like all, like all people of Boston, taking the tea to, into work, yeah. in and out of work. Because you don't live in Boston, you train in it now, right? But Maybe. he lives in Boston because he's Boston Rob. Well, 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 well like, it's kind of like Vancouver. Okay. If you live in Burnaby, you say I'm from Vancouver because, like, who the fuck knows where Burnaby is, right? So, Boston Rob. He's, he works in Boston. He This morning, he tried to get on the tee. Fuck, it's closed. Because mm-hmm. people's faces are melting off. He's like, well, shit. So he, he, he goes in on a carpool, and he gets there eventually. And then he realizes today is uh, Wednesday. Yeah. And that's Survivor Day. It's Survivor 2. It's Survivor 2. And um, this would be the day he first sees her. <laughs> Amber. If they don't get the trains back on time, (laughs) Boston, the timelines would break. Boston Rob would never be on Survivor. Boston Rob would never be on Amazing Race and would never marry Amber. And you know what would happen then? Trump would never be president. Oh, my God. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Boston Rob and the relationship between him and Amber. <laughs> if you'll see on my giant diagram and all my strings. That's a lot of string. Led to Donald Trump's election in 2000. That's, no, that's a butterfly effect. Yeah, right? I hate trains. <laughs> now, can I tell you? Yeah. Boston Rob is on the current season of Survivor. No way. You know. I mean, continuing the agenda. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's called Island of the Idols. Yeah. And then when people get voted, they have to go to the Island of the Idols. Yeah. What's in there? Um, the two idols. Okay. Boston Rob. What? And the other idol, Sandra. Who's which one's Sandra? Okay, Sandra's the only person to have won Survivor more than once. Whoa, fuck. Yeah. Sandra's deep. Sandra's uh Well, they put Boston Rob there. Because he's also very good. I guess so. Yeah, he was. So like they my um they give challenges to people. Yeah. And then if people like complete the challenges, they can get an advantage. But the challenges oh. are like thinking ahead <laughs> and building a fire and listening. It's very good. <laughs> And then you go to Boston, Rob, and he's like, eat these can of beans in front of me. My favorite one is just someone who went to the island, and um, they all they did the entire time the person was there was just talk to them about their personal lives. Oh, no. And then the person had to remember the things that they had said. Oh, my God. Like oh. the names of Sandra's cats. The, <laughs> the Nina, the Pinta, and the yeah. Sandra Maria. Yeah. And then... Um, she did manage to remember, and so oh she got God. an advantage. But that was like the thing about like making real connections with people by listening to them <laughs> will help you get ahead in the game. It's just trying to like make people human again. Maybe listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Boston Rob came on that wave of reality TV where like when you say these these names, I remember them. Yeah, even though it was what two thousand and. Chew? 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 Like, that's a long-ass time ago, and I can still picture what Boston Rob looks like in my head. Boston Rob is an indelible mark on the history of this country. Yeah. This country? Well, maybe not. We're in Canada. (laughs) Soon. (laughs) Soon. Soon, Al. Sometimes I forget where I am. (laughs) It's all fucking globalism, my dude. Anyway. So there's some goop. I don't want to talk. There's a toxic leak. Yeah, there's the a big there's big. a big thing of goop, and someone steps in it, and they're like, "Oh, goop." Um, here's a question about Doggett. Okay, what are they trying to do with him? Because his whole thing is like he says <sighs> things like Ugh, "Songbird" and "Silver Dollar," and like 
He's just so old. He's like old timey. <laughs> he's hey? very old. He's classically handsome and old timey. But then he makes like gone in sixty seconds jokes. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. know. I feel like they they try to just give him Mulder lines, and then that didn't work. And they're like, oh yeah, he's old. He's an old. So let's have him talk about gams. Gams. <laughs> like, can I tell you what I did like about this episode? What? I like that it had like a contagion plot. Like, yeah. that it, it felt like alien. It felt like the thing. Yeah. Like, here's a group of people going into unknown territory. One of them has a big gun. One yeah. of them might betray the others. You yeah. know, they're going to get picked off one by one. I like that. I did like that. I also like the lighting. Yeah, the lighting it was cool. Made Doggett looked angular. Yes. Like a fucking statue. I would say that this was Doggett at his most Terminator 2. I would agree. I think he hit a Terminator 2 peak in this episode. I think, like, someone saw that and was like, mmm. Yeah, it was me. (laughs) Hans Zimmer (laughs) saw that, and when he wrote the Terminator, I don't know if he did, but do-do-do-do-do. You know that song? Yeah. That was based on this. That came before this. Did it? Wait. Didn't it? I thought Terminator 2 came after this. No, he played Terminator 2 before this. What? Yes. Why didn't they lean into it more? I don't know. They made that joke about it. I guess once. (laughs) God. Okay. My timelines are all messed up. That's fine. They find the, the young tough. And he also yeah. is partially eaten. Yeah. Um, now, the makeup team used some unusual unusual uh, things to uh, make this flesh effect. Like this this textbook case of Two-Face Syndrome. Yeah. What did they use? I would love for you to guess. What I'll give use? you a hint. They're edible. What? <laughs> jam? <laughs> Allison, did they use jam? No, they did not use what jam. What did they use? They used figs. And fruit (gasps) roll-ups. Actually, that's very good. (laughs) And they they put the figs and the fruit roll-ups in in the like interim's mouth. Yeah, and they chewed them all up and baby birded them onto the people. (laughs) Can I tell you what I always used to find to be so nasty? What when people would take like a fruit by the foot or a fruit roll-up and they would like wind it around their finger and eat it off their finger. That made me want to barf as a oh, child you mean corn in the coven yeah <laughs> i did that i hated it i was like mm. this is disgusting i my fruit roll-up experience was when the fruit roll-ups would have cutouts oh you know yeah you make it the pizza you make it the pizza and you're like mm, flat fruity pizza i do remember that i was a huge fruit by the foot fan i we never fruited by the foot i did i fucking love that those was things. too much too much fruit a for me full fucking foot oh my god do you ever like a foot of fruit? <laughs> Ridiculous. Do you ever raw dog it and just put the entire thing in your mouth? No. Really? No. You? No, because then you gotta unwrap it from the paper and, and then, then like, wrap it around it your up. finger. No. And then suck Yucky. it. I would do that and I would like make a sucker out of it. I wouldn't even, I would let my saliva pre-digest it this on my finger. really challenging material for me. And, and you know what? The butt stuff we talked about like three episodes ago was not. No, that was fine. This is challenging. You know how your saliva kind of pre-melts the fruit? Yeah. By the foot? <clears throat> and it turns into one giant finger sucker. Like, okay, fruit roll-ups were so glossy and shiny. Yeah, they were, hey? But fruit by the foot was not glossy. No, it did have a different texture. It was like kind of matte but gritty. It was a like little you could gritty. see the seeds in that bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah. so like I'm forming a theory right now. Okay, this is forming in me right now. Okay, fruit roll-ups uh-huh. are jelly. Yes, they are. To fruit by the foot's jam. Interesting. Now, where do gushers go in into this? Whole oh, baby, mess? gushers are the whole fruit. <laughs> you got your syrup. Oh, gushers are the fucking shit, my dude. Were they? I don't know. I, I don't like, like how gushers. They... You know what I really liked? Yeah. Those little candies that were like root beer barrels. Yeah. They were like, and then, oh, soda, so delicious. Do they burst? Do you not remember so delicious? I didn't have those. So delicious was like little fruit snacks, but they were like root beer barrels or like soda pops. What? They were really good. They weren't fruit, though. No, they weren't fruit, but I encourage you. Well, somewhere in those soda. like lime soda or something. Soda ain't fruit. I can, like, the I can, the taste of it is 
in my mind You're right forever. now. You're cursed. You're haunted. I can feel it on my teeth. <laughs> oh, no. They're haunted. So it was called Soda-licious. Soda-licious. Because they were so delicious. No! Did you just get that? <laughs> I'm sorry about our levels, but I thought it was like soda licious. Yeah, but it's so delicious. No, <laughs> you know the person who came up with that name. They're still patting themselves on. They're the back. still fucking jerking it to that one. That was that's a oh. You don't come up with that every now and again. You do not. Wow. Why am I salvating? Uh, you just, you want it. I gotta have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they find, oh. they go into this old tunnel that's abandoned. They find these bodies. Yeah. And the chief and is like, they're pre-bagged. It's fine. <laughs> the trains. Don't worry about these bodies. Just put some water on them. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Um, so, and then Daga has to argue with this guy about how actually it is a big deal and, yeah. and stuff. So the, the two, the one who's like more doctory and the transit cop. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Two of them get left behind. They Oops. have to go back to the surface because one got hurt. He got a big silver dollar burn on his neck. Oh yeah. He got, it burns. And then the other two have to go on because they think there's someone still in the tunnels. And I would like to say that at this point, um, John Doggett starts exhibiting fucking huge, I love my powerful wife energy. Oh, yeah. He really does. Because she's, because, um, well, Scully's on the intercom. Yeah. Only with him, though. No yeah. No one else can hear her. And the other guy's just fucking shitting on her. Yeah. Like, why is that, why is she, why is she down here? It's like, well, she's pregnant. First of all. And I love her. And, and secondly, I love my powerful wife. <laughs> so. Fucking step fuck off. This is also when I think people start, like, glowing, right? Yeah, this is when they start glowing. Okay. Which so, is a cool effect. Well, it looked very good. I, I thought it looked fucking dope. However, it also looked like John Doggett was covered in Slimer's cum. So, <laughs> you be the judge. I mean, that's hot, though. <laughs> hey, if I want, if I want a, a supernatural kind of air of mystery... Slimer's cum would be on the top of that list. How does he come? What happened? Does it just burst forth from him? How did it get there? I think he has like a retractable dongle. What does it taste like? Fruit by the foot. Obviously. Gosh, no. Sorry. Ecto cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is Ecto cooler just Slimer's cum? Yeah, man. Okay, great. I think we're now. Hey, hold on. That's copyrighted McElroy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty Fuck. sure that I did this. Kid. The singularity. <laughs> we're part of it now. Okay. Okay. So the it was cool when the man explode. Oh yeah. There's elect there's like electricity on yeah. the man and his meat explodes apart, yeah, which yeah. was cool. And they say pour water on it, and that wasn't the right answer, huh? Fresh water. Fresh water. Well, it did stop it from. Did it? Yeah. I don't think there's fresh water down there, bud. Well, she, I think she had a bottle. Oh, should she? Um, but uh, yeah, but where'd she get that water from? Okay, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I can't handle this fucking third degree. Oh boy! But the guy that who had his meat exploded, he had just all this spittle coming out of his mouth. That oh, yeah. was a choice. That was very good. <laughs> What do you think he ate to make that spittle? Probably like an everything bagel, huh? I mean, fruit by the foot. <laughs> He's going to give you that kind of thick. That's true. Saliva. Just a thick. Yeah. A thick boy. Okay. Um, so Scully kind of, oh, can I say the, they, when they go in, um, the, the goop. The goop. The, 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 the toxic I guess this is the Medusa. It's the Medusa. It is salt, uh, salt water sea creature. Okay. Sure. Um, wait, I think I guessed that. Anyway. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Um, it reminded me of the paint they use for miniature golf courses. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just like it was everywhere. Yeah. Now, um, Scully deduces that the 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 medusa yeah eat away at the skin if you're sweaty if you're sweaty 
It like that sweat. Oh boy! Right. <laughs> so it's a good thing that this little boy, yeah, that Doggett finds in the sewer is dry as a bone. <laughs> He's just a dry okay. tunnel boy. Could you imagine sitting in that writer's room like, how do we end this? And someone's like, a boy. <laughs> Classic, classic boy gamble. Why? Who is this boy? Why are they down there? I don't know. Why did someone make this choice? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, Tell me about this boy. Well, he's a little boy. He's got long, shaggy hair. He's in the tunnel. He's running around. And yeah. who does he see walking towards him but the Illuminator too? Illuminated. <laughs> Illuminated to lighting bugle. No. Mm hmm. Never mind. Lightning Bugaloo? Yeah, I don't know. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And the tunnel boy leads him into what I can only describe as um, Slimer's private ejaculation station. <laughs> it is a room that is just covered with the green stuff. Yeah. The ecto cooler's everywhere. And um, he then goosed real good. <laughs> he leads him through that horrible scene yeah. into a tunnel where the trains have begun to run again. Uh-oh. Because the Boston man could not keep it in his pants. He had to go to see Survivor. It's so true. His wife. And uh, what does what does Doggett do? <laughs> I did not understand it. But um, I did write this note, which says, the third rail is what I call my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so at least I got something so right. So let me get this, let me get this straight. <laughs> We don't know who this boy is. So we don't know why they're down there. We know he led Doggett to Slimer's goose room. <laughs> and, but what, how did that, how did it end? Do not know. But. But. Okay, he like, he electrocutes the track. Oh, and electrocutes the goose. And he electrocutes the goose. Is that killing? Nullifying it. Nullifying it. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's and then he goes. He goes, he goes to the hospital. To, he goes to the hospital and, and he um, gets washed. He just has a bath. And Scully's like, "Well, then no one's getting arrested." And he's like, "But crimes." <laughs> okay, Ugh. are you here to tell me that Doggett don't sweat? No, he was sweating, but I guess he just wasn't sweating enough. I would like to think he's a sweaty boy. I think he's a very sweaty boy. The odor on that man. You don't get to be a Terminator 2 without being a very right? sweaty boy. Right? You want, you're just so concentrating on terminating. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that it? No, I have a few more notes. Good. Give it to me. Um, okay, so there's this final scene with a Scully and Doggett in the hospital room. Yeah. And Doggett is like, Scully tells Doggett that he's free to go. He's okay. The tension in this scene... The sexual tension <laughs> between these two, I love it, because Doggett, like, needs to get dressed. Yeah. He's, first of all, he's standing up when she comes in oh, in a hospital gown. Nice. There's just a thin layer separating also, the genitals. if he turned around, his whole crack is out. His whole crack is out. Yeah. So he has to, he goes behind a curtain to get dressed, which Ooh, Mulder la. would never have no, done. No, no. I think Scully had, like, Stockholm Syndrome with Mulder. <laughs> he would have just been naked. He would have just been like, here's my whole dick. Here's Wanna my eat it? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my Mulder impression. Hey, here's my hog. Look at it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Doggett's like, I will move my genitals behind this screen while I put my pants on. But that's, that's like, ooh. That's a mystery. That's some tension. What that dick look like? You're not going to find out. We don't know. Um, and then he pulls on, he comes out, he's wearing slacks and a t-shirt, and they're talking about, first of all, they talk about the Boston man, and they both say the same line, which is like, he made the trains run. And no one says on time, but it is so heavily implied. You know that was an edit, probably. That this man is Mussolini. Yeah. He's <laughs> like... This man's fascist. You know what? Boston run by a lot of fascists. Yeah, no, not shocking, <laughs> not shocking. Um, and then at, as they finish their conversation, Doggett looks at Scully, or Scully looks at Doggett. I don't remember who said it, but one of them says to the other, look. let's go home. And I'm like, please kiss. <laughs> I just want Scully to kiss the Terminator too, and I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I think that... I think in this episode, 
we see something that we have not seen before where wherein the male character talks about how fucking awesome his big strong doctor wife is. Yeah. And that's dope. It's he's basically like Scully, get the strap on, let's do this. Please. <laughs> my crack is open. It's here. It's here for you. But I'm gonna hide my dick. Oh. You can't see it. That's, that's, for, that's later. for when we're more emotionally intimate. That's for later. The dick is for when you're more emotionally intimate. I agree. I agree. Put that thing away. Don't want <laughs> you, you ready to rate this podcast? Yeah. I ran on a spooky scale. One is so sleepy. Five is so spooky. I'd give this like a I give this like a two. Okay. The 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 eating of skin is pretty gooshy. Yeah. Yeah. Um I uh I read on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means a great episode and I loved it, all the way to first person shooter, the worst episode we've watched to date. Courtney, I like this one. <gasps> Wowie. How I, much do you like it? I'm gonna give it a three. Wow. It was kind of nice. It was fun. There was fun things. I liked the energy between Skelly and Doggett. I mm-hmm. thought the effects were cool. And also, like, in a way that we hadn't seen before. The only reason it's not higher is because, well, you know, it didn't have any, like, major emotional components. Yeah. Also, the ghost boy. Yeah. Also, there was, like, some stuff that didn't make sense. Oh, the electrocution. I did. Actually, I didn't give this a four. Okay. <laughs> but, um, the ghost boy bump. The ghost boy bump. But it was like, I enjoyed watching this yeah, episode. It was below a five for sure. Yeah. Good. Wow. Mm. And we're, we're like over the hump. We're over the old humpty hump. Wow. We're almost done. We're almost at 200 episodes. <laughs> Dang. I hate this. <laughs> I hate that this has taken up so much of our life. It is so. Long. It's so long. It's it's so long. Oh, Allison, I got a humdinger of a story for you. Oh, yay! Uh, this is a new personal X file. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X file. This is, comes from New England today. Living. <laughs> the curious case of the market basket ghost. Market basket. Market basket is a little like grocery store. That okay. is, the, oh. it is like the it is the like Safeway of the oh. area. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Uh, they also have the little carts, the baby carts. Aww, the kids go shopping, so they learn commercialism and Ugh. capitalism as much as the adults. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Supermarket press statements aren't usually high on our list of literary entertainments, but how could we not be intrigued by this gem from Market Basket spokeswoman Justine Griffin? As far as I know, quote, all of our stores are ghost free. (coughs) But if there's anything to it, she's probably attracted to our Victorian area prices. Wow. Way to spin it, huh? <laughs> That's good. Griffin's unusual statement was occasioned by a reported ghost sighting at the Massachusetts-based chain's location in Wilmington on March 13th. A 25-year-old bakery department employee named Christiana Bush says she had just finished inscribing a customized cake and was bringing it to the counter when she spied an old woman staring at her from farther down the aisle. Mm. Why does she think it's a ghost? <laughs> well... Later in an interview, yeah, it's just a woman. It's just an old woman. Later in the air, uh, later in an interview with NBC's Today Show, Bush emphasized that it wasn't like something out of the corner of my eye. She was staring right at me. It must have been for a half a second. Bush, a psychology major at UMass Lowell, uh, so you know UMass Lowell, Lowell. Um, might have not might ha- might not have given the woman a second thought had it not been from her appearance. According to Bush, the woman was wearing an old-fashioned white dressing gown and cap, and she was not wearing any shoes. A clear violation of market basket policy. Is that your cat? Yep. That scared me. That scared me. me. (laughs) Let your cat in. What does she want? Well, she's just be annoying. She's going to eat the dust. Ew. Weird. Anyway, that's why she is a ghost. Okay. Bush looked away and then quickly turned back to confirm what she had just seen. The woman was gone. The story might have ended there had curiosity not gotten the better of Bush. She searched the aisles, concerned that the woman might need help, but she had vanished like, uh, well, you know. Ah. 
<laughs> then she went home that day. Bush fired off a message to the Wilmington Center centric Facebook group. This is going to be sound really, really strange. But has anyone seen a ghost in the Wilmington ba- market basket? Her question generated hundreds of responses. Oh my god! Though some were dimi- d- dismissive, other people claimed to have similar experiences. As the public weighed in, the details of the ghost in question came much clearer. She was old, with hair that was definitely curly. She seemed sad, and she may have been shopping for frozen peas. Of course, she's sad. Everyone thinks she's a ghost. Uh, after, <laughs> yeah, man. I wouldn't be a happy ghost. After Bush's reported sighting picked up momentum on social media, Market Basket itself weighed in with the or off-formation press release, which cleverly used the company's strange moment in the spotlight uh, as an opportunity to trumpet its Victoria-era prices. <laughs> okay. Um, that is the end of that article. But I do want to say that people of the area are uh, capitalizing on this. Oh, really? Uh, so this comes from the WilmingtonApple.com, oh, which is... Uh, the number one online news source for Wilmington, Massachusetts. Damn. This weekend, meet the Market Basket ghost at Cub Scout Pack 126 oh. Haunted House. Oh my god! <laughs> Cub Scout Pack 126 of Wilmington will be presenting its fifth annual haunted house behind, uh, located behind St. Thomas. A two-dollar loca- donation will be collected at the door. This town favorite and Cub Scout tradition will take place immediately at the horribles parade it will be fun for all ages rumor has it the market basket ghost will be making an appearance you can't just steal a ghost (laughs) that's a market basket ghost this event is appropriate for kids grades k to five wow wow long live that market basket ghost now here's my question She's she's not seeing a red cent of that no oh no her IP has been stolen. <laughs> it's stolen. When you're a ghost, all you have is your IP. Yeah. Right? You don't have any, like, you don't have anything else. You literally just have your IP. Man. Someone's chopping on her flavor and she <laughs> don't like it. No wonder she's haunting the pee section. If, I'm a go- if I become a ghost yeah. and people don't respect my fucking IP. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to get litigious. You're going to. Spooky litigious. <laughs> Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Please stop haunting my room. I'm sorry. I'm poltergeising this area. <laughs> okay, I think it's time for predictions. Yeah. Uh, I think it's your turn to predict. I think you're right. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. I want to say, I think I guessed something about uh, 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 sea life. Okay. Because I said, I remember Medusa's like a stage of a jellyfish. True. So can I have a half point? I'll give you a half point. Yeah. So now you have a point, I have a half point. Okay. Uh, episode uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Season 8 of the X-Files is called Permanum. Permanum? Permanum. 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 Does that mean per man? Per hands? Per manum. What does manum mean? I don't know. You tell me. Permanum. Mm-hmm. Permanum. Permanum. I think it's a Monster of the Week episode. Okie dokie. I think... I don't end, I don't have any idea what this means. But it's Latin, so maybe it's Catholic? Ooh. Or maybe it's a maybe it's a Scully Catholicism episode. Okay, okay. And it's about her unborn child. Yeah? <gasps> a baby episode? A baby episode. I'm okay. going to say it's a baby episode. Okay. Um, uh, half point for is a baby episode. Okay. Half point for some spooky at the Catholic Church. Spooky Catholic Church. Um, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. You know what's spooky at the Catholic Church? What? All of their terrible policies. Also, they got a holy ghost in there. Yeah, you got a ghost right up in those works. You know what? You I just stole that ghost IP. IP right? <laughs> I don't know what the holy ghost is, but I think it's like the main steez. Yeah. You think he's seeing a dime out of that? Well, it's him, the father, and the son. 
Right? Yeah. Father and son, they got statues. A ghost? The ghost? Nothing. Yeah. All he has is his IP, and that is so sad. So sad. Um, You know what else (laughs) has its IP stolen a lot? What? Um, Podcasts. (laughs) Like, we stole... Some McElroy IP this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you'd like to listen to a podcast that doesn't steal so IPs, I no, can't promise that. Maybe <laughs> we're on a part of the we're a part of the network called the Major Cast Network. Yeah, and we like them and they're great. And here's one of theirs that you might enjoy. Have you ever wondered what happens in the Silmarillion? What does Jenko Jean stand for? And how many people can you fit inside of one? And what the gosh darn heck are the ice capades? We found out all about that shit, so you don't have to. <laughs> I'm Liam. I'm Eric. And I'm Big Papa. Nope, he's God Tom. Damn it. And we're the hosts of We Are Experts, a show where we speculate wildly about stuff we know nothing about, only to learn what we were wrong about. Doing research, learning things, making our way in the world. And only wasting your time for half of a podcast episode. Oh, welcome to We Are Experts, the world's only short comedy podcast. Every Friday on the Major Cats Network, or wherever you find fine literature. Or podcasts. Hmm. IP freely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Huh? <laughs> Haven't heard that one in a minute. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, if you want to check in with us, you can email us at doubleXFilesPodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram uh, or Facebook at doubleXFiles. Um, we love to hear from you. And if you like... Slimer, um, <laughs> we're able to come to completion during this episode. Yeah. Then you owe us a five star review, and those are the facts, Max. Yeah, or like you know what? We actually got a really nice five star review um, recently. Um, you don't like. I want to set the record straight. You don't have to come. No, if you just like us, you can also then write us a five star review. That's very nice. I feel of that you. there's a lot of people like haven't pulled the trigger yet because they're like they're like i haven't i'm not there yet i haven't completed no that's not that's the not the only it. circumstance yeah. in which you can write us a five-star review that's just a, if that happens a it is mandatory yes that you write us. correct but anyone can write us a review yeah of four or five stars yeah. no less please <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want to leave like our ace friends out man yeah right He's, well and i don't think it was ever intended to be that no way. no 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 um but yeah i mean please. we just appreciate a good come. Yeah. And we know you do too, some of you. And if you are, if, if you know, sometimes we provide that service to you and we want to get compensation. Exactly. <laughs> Pay us. <laughs> okay. Is that it? Yeah. That's the whole ding dang thing. Nice. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is, is out there. there. I'm going to go in slime. I'm going to get some beans. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.